Thanks for listening to this message from Whitstable Community Church. To find out more, go to www.whitstablecommunity.church. Hello and welcome to this Discipleship Podcast. This podcast is part of our foundation series and falls under our value, Loving Others. Today we're going to be looking at the topic of loving your neighbour. In Matthew 22, 35, Jesus is asked by a lawyer, which is the greatest commandment in the law? And Jesus famously answers, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment. And a second is like it. You shall love your neighbour as yourself. In Luke chapter 10, we again see Jesus engaging in a conversation with a lawyer around the great commandment. Now, this could possibly be an extended version of the Matthew encounter or a different encounter completely. Whichever it is in this encounter, in relation to the command to love your neighbour as yourself, the lawyer asks Jesus, who is my neighbour? It's a fair question, right? And one that Jesus answers with the famous story of the Good Samaritan, in which he shows that the answer to that question, who is my neighbour? is everyone. Loving your neighbour means loving everyone. Or to put it another way, loving your neighbour means loving the person in front of you, whoever they are and whatever their story is. But let's be honest, that's easier said than done, right? And easier to do with some people than with others. Now, both Jesus and Paul have a lot to say about how the church should love one another, but that's not our focus today. Today, we're going to be thinking about what it means and what it looks like to love those outside the church, particularly those who are not easy to love. Our scripture today is Luke chapter 6, verse 27 to 36. Let's read it together. But I say to you who hear, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who abuse you. To one who strikes you on the cheek, offer the other also. And from one who takes away your cloak, do not withhold your tunic either. Give to everyone who begs from you, and from the one who takes away your goods, do not demand them back. And as you wish that others would do to you, do so to them. If you love those who love you, what benefit is that to you? For even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who do good to you, what benefit is that to you? For even sinners do the same. And if you lend to those to whom you expect to receive, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners to get back the same amount. But love your enemies and do good and lend, expecting nothing in return. And your reward will be great and you will be like sons of the Most High. For he is kind to the ungrateful and the evil. Be merciful, even as your father is merciful. So here's a few observations about loving our neighbour that we get from this passage. Number one, this is a command, not a suggestion. As we've already noted, to love your neighbour is part B, if you will, of the great commandment and naturally flows out of our love for God. When Jesus says love your enemies, he's not putting out a novel idea for discussion. He's laying down a command to be obeyed. And so we need to take that command seriously. Secondly, the whole point of this section is about loving people who don't love you. And that's putting it lightly. Think about the words used to describe the people that we're called to love in this passage. It's those who hate you, curse you, abuse you, strike you, take away from you. Now, we're naturally not inclined to love people like that, are we? And Jesus gets that, which is why he says in verse 32, if you love those who love you, what benefit is that to you? 
for even sinners love those who love them. The whole point here is that Jesus is saying you've got to love in a way that sets you apart from the way the rest of the world loves. The third thing that we see is that loving others is not merely a matter of feelings. It is intensely practical. Jesus doesn't say love your enemies by having a warm, fuzzy feeling in your heart towards them. No, he says love your enemies and and do good. Bless, pray, give. It is a love that is predominantly expressed through action. And each of these loving actions starts with a choice. It is a decision to love. Fourthly, and don't miss this through familiarity with this passage, what Jesus is calling his disciples to do here is really unexpected. It's different from our normal understanding or expression of love. It's love expressed through opposites. You see, in normal interactions with people, our actions and responses tend to mirror theirs. Smile for smile, insult for insult, blessing for blessing. But here, Jesus is calling us to something different. Here we see smile for sneer, blessing for insult, kindness for anger. And these kind of love responses make people stand up and take notice. In Matthew 5, 16, Jesus says, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your father who is in heaven. And here we get to the heart of it. You see, ultimately, we are to love our neighbours, to love the unlovely in this way. Why? Because it reveals the heart of the Father. Look at verse 35 to verse 36 again. But love your enemies and do good and lend, expecting nothing in return, and your reward will be great and you will be sons of the Most High. For he is kind to the ungrateful and the evil. Be merciful, even as your Father is merciful. Your heavenly father is kind to the ungrateful and evil. Your heavenly father is merciful. And we are to respond to people who oppose us in this way because this is how the father responds to them. Because this is how the father has responded to us. And loving in this way identifies us as his sons and daughters. And you know what? This kind of love stops people in their tracks. A great example of this, just to finish, is from a young man called Brant Jean. Brant Jean's brother Botham was shot and killed by an off-duty police officer called Amy Geiger, who was convicted of his murder and sentenced to 10 years in prison. In court, giving a victim impact statement, Brant Jean looked at Amy Geiger and said this, I forgive you. I love you just like anyone else. I want the best for you. I don't even want you to go to jail. I just want you to give your life to Christ. That's what both of them would have wanted. And he then asked the judge if he could get up and give the woman who had killed his brother a hug. And you know what? This act of love went viral. Why? Because the world doesn't understand love like this. Because love like this demands attention. This is the power of loving your neighbour. So here's a few questions to think about. Number one, are there people in your life that you find it hard to love? And what is it in you or in them that makes it so? Number two, what role do you think prayer has in helping us to love our neighbours? And number three, what could you practically do to love those around you? That's all for now. Thanks for listening. 
We'll see you next time.